0: Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Mayas. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast.
1: For about the last two weeks, we've been conducting... Interviews with local business owners and other community leaders and members uh, About what's going on during the coronavirus pandemic. we put a couple of them here for you You can see all of them on our YouTube channel. You can check the um, Notes for the link and first up we have Billy and Yana the owners of Billy's Downtown Diner Which has locations in Easton, Bethlehem, and Allentown
2: Morning Tyler Hey, good morning, George.
1: Hey. I'm I'm excited. We have Billy from Billy's Downtown Diner. He's on Billy Canopus.
3: Good morning. How's it going? Good morning. Nice to see you, George. This is the hey. first time
2: I've put the face to the name, so I feel like I'm a little <laughs> starstruck right now, to be honest.
3: Oh, man. Well, I hope you don't turn to stone looking at this. <laughs> So,
1: uh, well, I mean, let's cut right to it. Things are, you're, you're a restaurateur, you know, things are tough for you. How, how has it been the last week? Can you kind of talk us through?
3: Sure. I mean, um, you know, it was funny because we were coming off um, a killer week uh, at our business. And, uh, you know, we were just getting ready to prepare and launch new menus. Uh, we were preparing to uh, remodel Bethlehem and, you know, we were just, Uh, ready to rock out some new things. And then uh, obviously uh, the uh, COVID-19 hit us and uh, it felt like being punched in the face by Tyson. I'm like, okay, uh, what do we do right now? And, um, you know, it was really difficult to get firm information from uh, the media, um, from everywhere. I mean, everything, there was just like stories all over the place. And, um, you know, I, I just decided that uh, the smartest thing for us to do, since I wasn't getting the type of information that I wanted, was to uh, shut down the restaurants. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, health is paramount and I didn't want to infect anybody or any of my employees and uh, just felt playing it safe was the way to go. Yeah,
1: and I mean, you just opened the Easton one not that long ago, right?
3: Yeah, correct. Um, we just opened up Easton, we just remodeled Allentown. So, uh, you know, we were just preparing for the next phase of our growth um, and preparing for spring and everything. And uh, like I said, you know, I mean, uh, it wound up, you know, putting a little damper on things for us, but, um, you know, I got together with my team and, um, you know, we shut down and uh, we just decided, uh, you know, what was the best things to do to protect the business and our employees,
2: what, uh, we, before we started, you were, you talked a little bit about how, um, some of those, like the development of some of those strategies, what are some things that you've done or could you suggest to small businesses to protect their small business during this time?
3: Certainly. Um, so one of the things that we did, um, right away is we obviously, you know, checked with our banks and line of credits, our line of credit, uh, got a bereavement, um, checked to see if we could defer any, uh, payments, converted any loans over to, uh, interest only, um, contacted the vendors and said to them, uh, look, uh, we've been in business for over 20 some years. Uh, we're part of the community of all three. We are not going anywhere, but, uh, right now what we wanted to do is, um, conserve as much cash and stay as liquid as we possibly could be. So when they give us the green light to open, um, We can go open without a hitch and not having the stress. Of course, um, one of our key things for us was to, um, you know, obviously take care of our employees. So until we got everything in order um, and we shut down, we told them all that, hey, look, what we'll do is um, go and collect um, unemployment, get yourselves organized, give us a chance to get some breathing space. And then um, as soon as we get our ducks in gear, we'll subsidize and help whoever we possibly can. Yeah. yeah it's,
1: um, I know I can't, I don't want to put you on the spot, but nobody knows, like wh- we've all been talking about like how this is going to end. You know, if a, if a, if a tenant can't pay a landlord, you know, and that landlord can't pay a bank, but like what, I don't know. Like, what do you see happening? Do you, do you think it's the stimulus? Do, what is it?
3: Well, in my Own opinion is that um, and you know and I've been in business for quite a while and I've had the privilege of meeting thousands and thousands of people such as you and your beautiful family and like um, you know I've seen um, you know the the loyalty and friendship that you've been committed to and you know to the Lehigh Valley and everything Um, and I think a lot of the entrepreneurs and landlords I think a lot of people Um, I think a lot of people are just going to do the right things and they're going to want to work with people. And also you got to remember, you know, we live in probably one of the best, uh, we live in the best country in the entire world. I mean, we're (laughs) resilient. You have a good work ethic. Um, you know, our consumer confidence will be restored. And at the end of the day, I mean, you know, businesses are, are about communities. And the communities and the businesses and the landlords will work together because it's the right thing to do. And that's how we Mm have always persevered. Um, You know, it's funny, people always are talking about stimulus and government bailouts. The fact of the matter is, is that there's no such thing as a government bailout. It's all taxpayer money. Everything has been funded by the taxpayer. So we've always relied on ourselves. And I think we're always going to continue to do
4: that.
1: And hey, uh, if you didn't notice, Yana came in. <laughs>
4: Good morning. Hi. Yeah. I okay. gave her and, the and link. that's
3: what an angel looks like.
4: <laughs> yeah. I had to get a cup of coffee in the morning. Seriously, that's my second one for today. So. This is pretty funny, though,
1: because I sent the link out, and I sent it to, to Billy and to Yana, and I, I didn't expect you both to come on, but I'm pleasantly surprised. I thought it'd be like one or the other. This is great. So how are you? In- I
3: have a little free time right now, George.
4: got <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: no, this is great. So, Diana, how has it been? We've been talking with Billy how it's been kind of on the business side. How has it been on the, on the family side? I mean, we've been home, and it's been a little crazy at points. We've been trying to make sure we give each other space. How have you guys been as a family?
4: So, I don't know what Billy kind of – we have a little dynamic, and we have plenty of time to talk about this. About a month ago, we had water damage in our home. So this adds to everything, right? So our home, we were living at Hotel Bethlehem for three weeks. Our home is down to the studs from the second floor bathroom all the way down to the basement. Um, I don't know, just a little information. Obviously, it's Billy and I. We have three children, 18, 14, and 12. My mother-in-law, who's 84, and a dog. You know, which is, he's fierce and he's a little bichon. But anyway... So we were, um, we were staying at the Hotel Bethlehem for three weeks. They're saying it's going to be about three, four months and whatever. With this delay, we don't even know how long it's going to take. Wow. So now we're living in a rental home, which is a beautiful home, gorgeous home. The insurance has been great and everything like that, getting everything together for us. But we don't have our stuff. Oh man. On top of it. Which is fine. It's a blast. Yeah.
1: But stuff is what's keeping us sane. Let me clarify one thing. We do have water and shower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, we know it was like a temporary water issue. But but yeah, no, stuff is what's keeping us sane a little bit. Like if I didn't have this computer stuff, I don't know what I would be doing. Uh,
4: Totally. Well, so that's what I mean. Like trying to, like going back to our family, right? So it's not like I have our go to books. It's not like my kid has his Xbox. It's not like they have the Rubik's Cube. So we've been creative and we've been cooking and eating yeah. and cooking and eating and trying to stay abreast with the news, obviously. Yeah. But so far, so good. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we have to, like, you know, take advantage of this time. Like, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we should do adulting 101. Like, what <laughs> does that mean? Like, let me show you how to really clean the pot. Do you know how to check your oil in your car? Like, I don't even know. Like, obviously you're not from my 12 year old, but you know <laughs> that we do like, you know, let me tell you how we're going to call and ask, you know, the mortgage company, like whether or not they could be, um, you know, a little bit lenient for us for a while. Like, how yeah. do you pay your bills? Do you know how to, do you know how the be function? Do you know what we pay, what we don't? So yeah, I don't know, that, hasn't really but,
2: that is something people are, we are the part of the stress is that you're managing your day where you don't look back on the day and think, well, I wasted that day. You don't want to like get through this time period where you didn't become, you didn't grow from it. Right. Or it's like a wasted, like what did I do for that whole time? You know?
4: Right. There has to be like a takeaway at some point, you know? So, I mean, okay. So my kids, like my youngest one's like Fortnite King and he's got his own YouTube channel and it's like, okay, how can you make, Anyway, whatever. Just look at the positive through this really, really scary time, especially for kids.
2: right? yeah. yeah. How are the ki- How are your kids doing? Are they? Um,
4: they're fine. They haven't like attacked each other yet. Too bad. I mean, they're, you know, no, they're, they're they are doing. They're doing pretty well. I mean, we have conversations. We, you know, anyway, just the one
0: thing
2: I'm impressed by, like parents of kids, like. You know, Dahlia's younger, so she's kind of, mm. you know, she doesn't understand. But, like, I'm, like, I have moments of, like, like I'm really scared, right? And if I had to be a parent and not, be, not not like, show that fear. I mean, the, the thing with Dahlia, the I good have thing so much respect the, for that, you know?
1: Yeah, the good thing about Dahlia is she is a little bit too young to actually be scared. She knows there's a germ outside, and she's sad she can't so go see her grandma. I would think, like, a 12-year-old, mm-hmm that's more like, wow, this is real. This is scary. That would be the age I would think would be a little bit more,
4: you know. Right. Right. And it is. And and again, there's been moments, it's just kind of like that up and down and especially initially it was like, Oh my gosh, what's happening. Sure. And how do I explain that I have never experienced anything like this before yeah. in my life. And, you know, and you don't want to put the fear in them, but they're smart. They know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The information is so readily available to them. It's not like, Oh, let's just play Monopoly. No, like they know what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean, you have to have these conversations, and um, that's all you can so do. You just have to what do you, I
1: mean? What in the meantime, I mean, there right. really nothing is definite. What are you guys doing? Are you, Bill? You said how people can protect themselves if they're business owners. and We've touched on that. I mean, are are you doing any planning? I mean, even though we have no idea yeah. when we even go back, like what what are some of those things?
3: George, I mean, here's the one thing, right? Uh, first thing is uh, we all have options, you know, um, I, and I think I wrote about this once before, right? I mean, um, I, I think, you know, uh, no one is born a loser. No one's born a winner. We are born choosers, and we need to be able to make decisions and choose what is right is what is wrong. And we can either uh, crawl up into a little ball and, you know, and start saying what's happening to us or this gives us an opportunity to really strategize, to really reflect, to think about what our community is like, you know, um, how we can make our business better, what can we do to improve, you know, our, our, our image and our employees and working together and working cohesively as a team. Um, these are probably, you know, getting moments like this where you can actually focus and strategize properly are so rare because I'll tell you one thing, right? I work about 18 hours a day, which is no exaggeration. I do that seven days a week. And um, it's just the way that I'm programmed and that's just my DNA. You know, um, ever since this thing broke out, I never realized how beautiful sunlight is. Um, I never realized, for example, um, one of the big things that I realized, I mean, take a look. I mean, I've had the privilege and honor of shaking thousands of hands, hugging thousands of people. And one thing that this thing taught me right now is that you should never take a handshake for granted or a hug or, you know, um, or, 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 you know, the relationship you have with people. This is a good learning experience. And I think that the people that really focus on survival and doing the right thing, um, they will never get blindsided like this again. I mm-hmm. think their business is going to grow and be stronger. I think consumer confidence is going to change. So... I think there's going to be a lot of good that's going to come out of it.
1: You, yes. get, you motivated me a yeah. little. I feel a little. Yeah,
3: bit. We, we need to have <laughs> this call I daily. I tell you a quick story, and, and I know <laughs> yeah. you guys want to run. Oh, but, but this over here, I, when I uh, wrote my last book, "The It Factor," and I talked about um, the um, importance of pain, what comes out of pain, and my mom put this best. My mom says, uh, you know, if you're going to take a look at pain, pain is really a wonderful thing. Because if you take a look at a mother who is giving birth, right, to a child, and if you can fathom the type of pain that they're going to go through, which is, I couldn't possibly do that. Well, I had a headache once, only kidding. Um, you know, uh, um, you know. and then at the end, they have this beautiful child, right? And all that is derived from this pain. Well, you know, our work ethic, our planning, our businesses Um, you know, everything that we've done has always come out of a struggle and it's our struggles that have really made us into these amazing individuals and human beings that can really grasp and be part of change and bring something great into this world. And, um, you know, we just can't take anyone or anything for granted, especially, um, our time. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I've been seeing people and I don't want to yeah, I was going to say, I, I've been seeing people spending their time like one of two ways. They're really concerned about how bored they are and how much of an inconvenience this is, or they're saying, listen, we're all in this together. There's no foreseeable time when this is going to be over. Let me do something good.
3: And, yeah, and nothing's going to happen to us. Nothing is going to happen, you know, um, um, to us. As long as you protect your health, it's paramount. Right. We have water. We have food. You know, I taught this one guy who was in the military, and he says people need to learn that they're going to have to toughen up and stop being so scared. When I served in Iraq, the only thing I had was water and beans. He goes, you know, you don't have to stock up on water. We have water taps. You know, I mean, our food isn't tainted. Our, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's a virus. We have everything at our fingertips. You know, calm down. Nobody is going to go hungry, you know, so... Um, and, also, and, and, and I thought it, it was reasonable what he said.
1: And it reminds you, I mean, I hate to to do the whole, t- we take things for granted, but they, this is a kind of life that goes on in other areas of the world every day. And we're experiencing it for a week and, and we're freaking out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a little bit of perspective there that we have had it so good for so long. Oh, Don't right. forget that while we move forward. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. You're right. Absolutely. And that's, and that's the thing. I mean, we have everything. Okay, so you're not going to have you're not going to have a certain item, you know, a dish. Make it work. You know, yeah. come up with your own recipes. What do you have in your pantry? It's not like you're going to starve. make a fabulous dish with rice. You don't need to have everything. Well, hey,
1: else. That that's a good point. Before before we all, uh we let you guys go here, what would if if you had to recommend the easiest meal to make Billy at home or Oriana? What would, what would be like the easiest thing
3: you can make at home? Is it you can never like, go wrong with eggs. You can honestly, that's, what, that's my, goal. you can <laughs> never go wrong with eggs. You can do anything with them. You can add any ingredient to it. It's quick. It's healthy. It's filled with protein. <laughs> um, you
1: know, Billy I mean, obviously has never be...
3: seen me cook.
4: Like my so. 12-year-old with a YouTube channel. <laughs> well,
2: hey, we, we should have him on
1: when we're done here. <laughs> we'll,
2: yeah. Maybe we could get some cross-promotion. We'll set it up. I just bought a PS4. I ran out right before everything shut down. I got <laughs> to get a PS4. <laughs>
1: hey, Billy, Yana, um, don't hang up after this. Hold on for a second. But we want to thank you guys so much for coming on.
4: Well, we appreciate and, it. And it's talking fun. with us.
1: And we'll talk to you soon.
4: And thank
2: you Throughout your life, you've worked hard to save money and build wealth while at the same time providing for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Working with Walter Investment Partners of Janie Montgomery Scott will help you create a financial blueprint designed to address your needs for planning, protecting, and preserving assets for you and your future generations. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your financial plan will be at work for you and your family. Contact us today. We look forward to working with you.
1: Next up, we have Tim and Betsy, who are school teachers in the area. Tyler, we're back. How are you feeling? We are. Better. We have our racing
2: Once again. We've never left. Art, this.
1: I know well, we're back here. You're wearing our racing shirt. I like that. I got my Iron Pink shirt on. I'm representing. Um, we've talked about people staying home. We talked about we had a dad who was pretending to be a teacher, you know, filling in, and now we have actual teachers. So we have. I'm, man, oh darn it! We have Tim and Betsy. I thought I was going to forget your name again. <laughs> I it's like so much stuff I should have it written down. We have Tim and Betsy, who are both school teachers. I forgot to ask you: Is it like elementary school, middle school?
5: I'm junior high, and Betsy okay. is kindergarten.
2: Ooh, that's a range. Oh, that is a that's range. A range.
1: <laughs> so, yeah yes. now we're now we're really curious. Can you guys kind of? talk about what has happened in the last, I mean, I can't even say the last week, the last two weeks, like whatever you're comfortable kind of discussing how it's been.
5: Sure. We, uh, my school district, uh, has given us, uh, us teachers, uh, last couple days, we've been planning and given this time to really work to go online on Monday for the children. Um, in the last week or so, I've just been kind of contacting with the children just hello, how are you doing? But we are resuming education on Monday. And uh, I'm sure there will be some snags, but uh, hopefully we'll all learn through this together.
2: And uh, I'm sure the kinder- kindergarten is not going to go on Zoom, right? Is that?
6: Um, I am going to try to do some read-alouds on Zoom. i still trying to learn how that works. Um, right now, I'm, I'm in touch with the families through an app called Seesaw. And uh, I reached out to them because I know that they miss their friends as much as I miss them. Mm-hmm. So parents have been sending me pictures to share with the class, and it's um it's really cute. The kids are making letters for each other and holding up these signs. And, so we're, I'm doing things like that right now. Yeah, my and
1: daughter's. is – um,
2: You guys oh, are – Sorry. You, this, this is a new development, right? You, as of middle of last week, there was no plan to go online, right?
5: Right. Uh, really – you know, between the uh, administration, the union, Pennsylvania Department of Education, uh, Tom Wolf, who I think has done a great job. Uh, it's it's in updating by the hour almost to get all of this in line and working. And I know all the school districts are under the same sort of strains and working in their own way. Uh, obviously many school districts have different availability on, on how, easily they can shift to online uh, versus not. None of it's going to be easy, and and don't get me wrong, I don't think online can replace classroom teaching. But for the time being, I I think it's the best option. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think too, um, and and I don't want to go on and eliminate anything in talk politics, but I think it's also going to this period of time is going to highlight the importance or the relevance of the digital divide and getting some of these students who are in you know more urban areas or don't have access to chromebooks and all that we're going to see how important it is to make sure that they have access to get online as well you, I think yeah you know one
5: of the things is uh, free and equitable education uh, and you you realize Across the board, again, not getting into the politics, that it it isn't necessarily the same across the board.
2: Yeah, it's it's also funny to me how uh, the parents. I mean, the dad that we met that t- was teaching. It took what four days before they like, "Why we got to get these teachers to teaching our kids again?" I mean, I can't, I can't. So, I think you know, hearing from a lot of pe- a lot of parents that did have to teach there's a newfound respect for what you guys do, you know, for their children. Right.
5: It, well, uh, you know, it, it seems like it should be simple, but it's much more an art form than I think much more an art form than a science.
1: I think people sense. too, I mean, I, I, I'm not speaking for you guys, but I think people too, like they, they take the teachers for granted, you know, sometimes and, and that sucks. I come from a family, both of my parents were educators. So uh, I definitely respect it. I'm not going to try to go downstairs and teach my daughter things, you know, that she's going to be learning at school. I can, I can help her out with some other stuff, like how to Zoom with her friends. I think that's where <laughs> I'm going to come in. And we've been trying it, and it's been great. Obviously, I would much rather her be in person, but with the way that things are going, like we were painting and, and her other friends over there, you know, painting as well. So it's, it's been great to at least stay in touch because let's be honest i'm not going to have her around another human for two or three weeks at minimum mm-hmm. i mean who knows what's going to happen so right. and, and you we're guys kind of experiencing
6: on it. it on the other end um our daughter is a freshman in college so her online courses started on monday so we're kind of having that on the other end now we're having a, a child and we're trying to help her but she's in college and we're not college professors right. So <laughs> we're kind of feeling that along with you but yeah.
1: if she's stuck at home for college, right? Oh, yeah.
6: our uh, is
1: she got up, man, I would be like trying to recreate college, but at home, like <laughs> wheeling well, in a I keg. I went to, uh, as George, <laughs> as you know, well, he, and her dad has access to kegs. I know what he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, uh, <laughs> I know I'm kidding.
5: <laughs> we are, Betsy and I are both, uh, Bloomsburg grads and our daughter actually is at Bloomsburg. Uh, so we, we keep teasing. We will try to recreate block party, but only with the three of us.
1: Yeah, come April. And, and it has to, to, to be, be on the roof. <laughs> yeah. and it has to be in the time period when you guys were in college. Yeah. So, you, so no cell. Phones. So you have to right, dress no, up. No, yeah. no, video.
2: <laughs> no video.
1: No video. No video. It's funny. Fun. You
2: guys are all like college roommates again, right? All three Bloomsburg. <laughs> you know, it's like, like a little. I mean, like, we've done um, it. Go Huskies. <laughs> But do you, so, you, know, well, you you you're talking about how the, the kids are missing each other. How how are you guys? How is it adapting, you know, you guys without the classroom? Have you been kind of like itching to get back as well?
5: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really, <laughs> it's true. I actually just texted a teacher friend of mine. I realized how much I miss being in front of the classroom and putting on a, a little performance multiple times
6: a day. I agree. Yeah, it's been it's been really hard. I really, really miss my kids. Um, The pictures that I'm getting, Summer, that's our daughter. She found me in bed. I was sobbing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, But as much as it helps seeing them, it you know, I just I miss them so much. They're little. They're five. You know. Well,
1: Uh my daughter's uh, not quite four, and there's been a couple times when I'm she's running around. She's like. Uh, Do you guys, we dressed her up as the, I don't know if you watched the Tiger show on Netflix.
6: It's on the list.
1: Uh, Watch it. Well, anyway, we dressed her up like Carol from the show. It's probably horrible, but it was really (laughs) funny. And I I don't know, I'm just watching her like, man, she has no idea what's going on outside. She's not going to, like, she understands to a degree, but it is kind of scary to see somebody who, who doesn't understand the severity of some of it. So I understand that. Like, it's tough to kind of, I don't know what that emotion is called when you're watching them, but they're oblivious to it. And that makes you sad. I don't know why. Yes.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also for Tim, for you.
1: Sorry to bring everybody down. Like that was rough. Yeah.
2: The, the middle, you're, you're also kind of. Oh, uh, yeah,
6: right? Like,
2: yeah, I yeah, know. As, as we work our way through this, you know, and it, even in the interim when you're teaching online, this is going to be, like, I remember I, – where I was in significant moments in history, like nine eleven, I was in middle school, sure. and I remember the teacher, how, how they explained that situation to me. So you're going to have, like, this impact on these kids. Both of you are going to have these impacts on these kids that's going to be with them forever, right? So some, like, cultural, like, landmark, like historical landmark, and you're going to be a part of their history with that. And there's some responsibility with that as well, you know?
5: It it means, you know, one of the things that I, I don't think teachers get enough credit for, and, and, and I think teachers do a, overall a pretty good job with, is how careful we are with our words. You know, uh, in front of the classroom, in front of the kids, most of us, many of us, are very careful not to politicize things. We, I know we have our own opinions, but not to politicize things and, and inform objectively as best as possible in such a emotional, with such an emotional state like this. And it's difficult sometimes.
2: Yeah. That's the one thing I've been, I know of, I have friends and, uh, I know myself, I have friends that are new parents and I am having a tough time mentally with this, like grasping it. Right. I'm scared. And to be a parent where you have to like my mom, she has to kind of calm me down when mm-hmm. the uncertainty is also for her like she doesn't know so how do you and even you you guys are parents you have a freshman in college um how are you balancing your own fears with being this face for the kids
5: uh you know
6: <laughs> sometimes well sometimes
5: okay. <laughs> yeah one of the one of the things i think as a, as a teacher you, you learn early on in your career, I've been lucky enough to be doing this 23 years now is you put on a confident face, even sometimes when you're not that confident. Uh, and and that's one way to do it.
6: Take it till you make it.
5: Uh, (laughs) other ways is, is just, you know, enjoying the little things. You know, we, we were able to, you know, a lot of local musicians, you know, Tom Graham was doing a, a music show live last night. Uh, just enjoying those little little moments away from everything, um, and appreciating that.
2: Yeah.
6: Summer was, what do you got? was she was born? Oh God. You go. Okay. <laughs> uh, Summer was born July two thousand one. So she was only a few months old for nine eleven. So um, the fact that she doesn't have any realization of what life was like before nine eleven. Her Wait, that's a daughter who's in college? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we we, <sighs> we were brand new parents at 9 11. Yeah. And now she's so in college and dealing with this. Um, so, wow. yeah, it's, you know, her life has changed. Yeah. And watch, uh, us watching her and trying to help her. But, like Tim said, just trying to yeah. control what we can, you know, your attitude. Um, just trying to stay right, safe.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys listen? Man, I'm, I feel, okay. <laughs> It's let's light, let's up. lighten um, it up. Yeah, let's lighten, let's lighten up. up here. What are you guys looking forward to? Like, what are some of your favorite valley places? You said you you guys are up in Whitehall, but the valley's everywhere. So, where are like some of your favorite places to go?
5: Uh, in general, you know, obviously Lost Tavern, where I yeah, I was gonna I say. Work. Hope you've fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give a uh, a big shout out to uh, Caddy Corner Pub right here in Caddy. We we love Caddy Corner. We we're doing trivia most Monday nights there. Uh you know, we miss Sam at Bond Place. Uh,
6: Derek at Roast
5: Derek at roasted You know, there there's a lot of great Leah Valley hotspots. Those are probably just a couple of our favorites.
2: I guess yeah, you guys it's- Whitehall, it's you're probably Yakos people.
5: Well you know, my wife is from Collegeville, so she doesn't have a real experience with yakos. I have introduced her to it. Uh, but yes, we do like yakos.
2: Over pots. Yeah,
4: Who does it? Oh I've over had, pots. I've never had
2: pots. You've never Oh well, you one. haven't
1: had a real hot dog then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like eating dirt and then you get a filet mignon. You're like, Oh, I thought dirt was good. <laughs> we we sorry Yakkos I giving. love Yakos, I'll still Jimmy's, go there. It's just give
2: is really good. good. It means oh, it's yeah. a dark horse. Could you know? And now for
5: oh. the Monroe County people, Buddy's Hot Dogs <laughs> is really special. Mm-hmm. Yes. That sounds
1: okay. like a good time. That's on the list. I gotta write that down. All right, guys, taking La <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for taking some Absolutely.
2: time
1: to hang out with us. Um, maybe we'll see if this goes any further. We'll check in, uh, see if you're having any keggers. You know, <laughs> it's the first day of the semester. Well, that's going to be crazy. They <laughs>
5: we'll do a live stream a uh, block party from Egypt.
2: There we go.
1: We'll come back in like eight hours. It's going to be all dark, like black lights. And that's a good time. Tim
6: and I did meet playing beer pong, though. We did, so, actually, in college. does so. hold a special. You, but you got to keep
1: the family tradition rolling. <laughs> home. Guys, thank you so much.
2: And Absolutely. thank you, thank thank you for, for bye doing bye. what you're doing too. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and for, thank
1: you for being a teacher. Seriously, Teachers, I know, you know, no, teachers
2: I, need a big geez, thank you. round of applause yeah. right now. So. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah.
2: We'll see you guys bye soon. Bye, bye guys. guys.
1: Bye bye. See ya. Next up is Ryan Hill, who's a programming director with ArtsQuest. He talks about what they're doing during this time when people can't go out
2: instead of <laughs> uh, yeah. sitting by the fire. Yeah,
1: it is a little bit different. We're here with Ryan Hill. I forget your title.
0: With ArtsQuest, director of film stuff. And the programming director. That was the comedy the czar. I'm
2: program. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the programming director, but it's always a bit misleading for people because of, of ArtsQuest being... Uh, what ArtsQuest has been for, for years, uh, what people associate as concerts and such. And I don't uh, I don't book music. That um, We have a whole great team uh, dedicated to that. So I mainly kind of focus, uh, my, my two main focuses are cinema and comedy, the Frank Pickleville house cinemas and the comedy program we've built. Uh, and then I have, uh, a, you know, I'll do, you know, produce dance, I've produced fashion shows, i produce produced a lot of random stuff. Yeah. And I mean, these are all things that you can't do right now. Yeah, well, yes and no, though, because my uh-huh. department has been kind of, uh, we're, put it this way, we're the best, our programming is the best equipped to make its transition over to, to this, to, to these Zoom meetings. And so uh, right now with the ArtsQuest at Home program, uh, which has its own website, you can find, um, I think it's artsquest.org slash at home. Um, and uh, basically, we've been able to adapt, uh, you know, our improvised stand-up live uh, comedy show to uh, to this, and it worked. Honestly, probably better than it should have. We debuted <laughs> that on a Saturday, and then we're back on. Tyler, you're on tonight. I don't know when this is going to air, but uh, uh, this you know, Tyler. i will trying
1: to get. I'll try to do this one quick. Maybe I'll get it on quick.
0: Uh, but no, that was because yeah. You know what? We can talk about
1: that because we were all in on it. I was a viewer trying to like get people's attention. Yeah. You guys both part- <laughs> It was but it's fun. Like I was putting Jason Brown's head up here mm-hmm. and I was hoping he was going to get a reaction. Nothing. I, so I don't think I'm going to do that this time. But like how did you Tyler? How did you like it? What was the experience like? I don't know, like both of you guys cuz you you both experienced it.
2: I liked it. I think, you know, the improv improvised stand up is hard in in a live setting. Because the the pressure, it just it felt less pressure in the, in this setting. Some for some reason, because um, you couldn't hear out laughs at all. Like <laughs> there's nothing worse than doing comedy and in, in front of a live audience and it not go well. So you kind of just had different expectations going in, I think, and it it was fun. It was a fun, and it was it was more like I think I needed it more, yeah. or at least as much <laughs> the interaction. Than people,
1: it has been a little therapeutic. Um, Ryan, like what behind the scenes? Where like this is even right now? It's two people in here. I'm like frantically check, you know, looking at the buttons and everything. How is that with we people you didn't know joining?
0: Yeah, so it's been a learning experience, but it's it's a learning experience that we're sharing across the country because I'm on calls. Uh, almost every day uh, with the Art House Convergence um, and via the Art, with friends of mine at the uh, the, the Art House Convergence, which is basically this consortium of uh, independent theater owners across the country. It's about a thousand big, it's huge. And so, uh, ArtsQuest has been uh, typically at the forefront uh, uh, in, in situations. Well, there's no situation quite like this, but you know, we uh, we have a, a staff that can respond to dynamic situations like this, uh, you know, pretty quickly. Um, and so, we've been kind of helping uh, with the artist convergence, but we've also been learning from them as to how to manage this sort of thing. There's a, a theater in Nashville that had a nightmare scenario on Monday night where somebody hacked their Zoom meeting and, you know, uh, shared screens. And of course there was porn and it was bad. Um, so we had already, I'd already been a little bit familiar with Zoom because of that. But yeah, when I'm running these shows, essentially I have Addison Teal hosting them uh, so that I can basically be the moderator that's making sure there's Nobody, like, putting up, you know, stuff that's inappropriate or whatever. We had to kick somebody out of uh, the show Tyler was on. Um, that you know, all they, did, they changed their name to something uh, quite insensitive. Uh, so it, it's one of those things. It, it's tough because right now we're trying to, like, see the best in humanity, right? Like, we're trying to be, like, we believe that we can, you know, pull through. And then I'm, like, also trying to keep dicks off the screen, uh, you know. So it's... It's a little, <laughs> it's an interesting time. So yeah, when I'm doing that, when I'm moderating those, basically there's all of my shows on Zoom have three people, a host, uh, a moderator, and then an assistant to help me make sure I'm seeing if there's anything going on or working with me to help share screens. Like we're doing our best, uh, you know, we, we, we believe in high production values. So even with this, you know, we're trying to make sure people are coming in, they see a logo, they have some music playing in the background. Like you know, we're we're do, you know we're in show business, and just, even though these Zoom meetings are, are you, you typically used for people to talk about fourth quarter uh, profits and, and things like that, uh, we're, we're doing our best to put on actual shows here.
1: No, oh, it was fun, and you're always gonna. Unfortunately, I probably would have been one of those guys when I was like eighteen.
2: Except
1: yeah. I think about twenty five, I, I would not have been or crashing now. Zoom.
2: Yeah, maybe <laughs> you, were the, nah. you were the one doing it now. <laughs>
1: no, but you're always gonna have that. Zoom does at least make it easy to be like, you're out. So that, that's yep. a good thing. Go but in, go it was. In. And and for people who are like, I don't know, check it out. It's not like you have to, like when you join the meeting, your camera's off, you're just listening. So you're really just watching a television show with the option, well, you don't even really have, you're not You're not going to really interact unless for some reason somebody calls on you or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. People and are allowed like, we basically made it so that the chat function serves, it, it only comes to me. Uh, and people can send their suggestions to me. I bounce them over to our assistant, who's ready to kind of show them uh, on the screen, and it and it works. And to be completely honest, Tyler knows this too. Like when somebody yells, you know, racist uh, things at a at a show, you've got to get security. You get to the, it's the it's a whole process. They have disrupted. Here, I'm just like, all right, you're out, and there's no way you can come back in. And it's 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 an uh, uh, option I wish I had in live shows. But you know, also too, I don't want to harp on the the negative of it too much because honestly, we've now done. Between the movie talks we've been producing and these shows, I've done about like five of them so far. This weekend's going to be heavy. We're doing improvised stand-up Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 9.15. We've got an intro to improv class tonight at 7.30. We're doing a movie talk with Raiders of the Lost Ark tomorrow at 7.30. We've got uh, John Lunger's doing a show at 7.30 on Saturday. It's like suddenly I feel like, oh, my God, I'm I'm programming a comedy theater, Uh, like the the comedy theater that will be going into the banana factory, knock on wood, in a few years. I'm suddenly programming this thing. Uh, and we were building this new digital venue, this virtual venue. Uh, all of a sudden, and it's you know like uh, two weeks ago today, I had you know no idea that was was going to be the case. So we've got an incredible team uh, that that that's working to make this stuff uh, happen because we just believe strongly at ArtsQuest about you know we're a nonprofit, we're we're part of the community, and you know we are doing our best to give the community something in these times that makes. There feel like there's some sense of normalcy, even though you're you're watching again from your from your bed or from from whatever. So, that's that's where we're at.
2: How have you personally been dealing with it? How have you, like huh? you know, balancing p- producing these events and also your own like dealing with it yourself.
0: Yo, So to be honest, last week was tough. Last week was, you know, as, as this situation was ramping up and I, you know, was, we were hearing from ArtsQuest senior management that they wanted something because, you know, the drumbeat starts quite quick, Uh, you know, because of ArtsQuest position in not just the marketplace, but in the country, we're getting asked like the moment something starts to hit, well, how are you guys going to respond to this? And so then the senior management, they want something. And so it's hard to not feel like, oh, my God, I cannot handle this particular pressure right now. I need to be a human and freak the hell out. And, yeah, last week was tough. And it, it got to a point on Friday where I was trying to, you know, shop for my grandmother. She lives in Palmer Township. I wanted to make sure I could drop some food off uh, for her because, you know, it's so weird. Like, I'm dropping food off for her at her front door. Then, I'm, you know, we're waving through a window, and she's picking it up so she doesn't, you know, come into any contact because she's, you know, she's in her well in her 80s. And, you know, the, yeah. the- so that w- that was tough. Um, you know, it, that was a weird week and this week I'm doing a little bit better with it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very, uh, uh, fortunate to have a, a great partner in my wife. Uh, I think one of the interesting things is that we're in this apartment. She is a therapist, so we have to, uh, she's seeing clients in this other room and I have to make sure I'm nowhere near that room. So I'm, I'm in my kitchen right now. Sometimes I'm in my living room for these. Um, but, uh, like I've, I, I uh, I'm also she's great because I have this great touchstone of like yeah I, I still am very lucky I, I am employed uh, right now uh, knock on wood there's you know there's been cost saving measures at ArtsQuest as now we're trying to look at the idea of what Music Fest might look like if you know knock on wood were, we're able to do that uh, still you know what you know uh, and that's you know again all stuff in the future like you know this week uh, this time next week will be different so doing okay but. You know, there are definitely times uh, where it's just like, this is a lot. I need to unplug all this. You know, you've got two screens in front of you. I've got my screen for doing this sort of thing, my screen for emails. I'm in my kitchen. I'm right by all the damn food. So, you know, it's like way too It's definitely – Yeah.
1: I I don't know. Like, I've been waiting. We talked about this earlier. Like, when are we going to be able to take a breath? And that might not be for a while. But even – I'm talking to my wife earlier. I'm like, hey, remember, put Dolly to bed because it's 7. We, we want to go and watch this. Um, it's helpful. Like, honestly, I'm looking yeah. forward to tonight. And I'm not just saying that because it's something to for a couple minutes to, to not worry about all the news that's going on in New York City today and whatever. It's, it's just a chance, even though you know that it's we're forgetting about it on purpose for a little bit, it's nice to be able to do that.
0: Right. Yeah, that was what was kind of tough when this came down, like my two ways of kind of uh, coping with, you know, some of the one of the things I like to do to kind of just peace out for a bit is I love going into New York City for a day, and just being kind of like anonymous in the city, going to see a couple movies, going to see a couple comedy shows, maybe I'll meet up with a, a, a few people I know, but there's also days where I would just go in and not do that. And just kind of, you know, chill in the city. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm like, man, when when's the next time I'm gonna be able to go to New York and not like, feel weird or feel like concerned, you know? And then the other thing is too, like just going to a, I'm one of those weird indie movie theater uh, operators and that I actually kind of secretly love going to a multiplex in the middle of the day and seeing like something that I would, Uh, You know, I'm kind of interested in or or whatever, and just chilling. And like even that, like we're starting to see some articles come out from China, which which slowly reopening, and people aren't coming to movies, you know, because they're just weirded out about the idea of being in a room with people they don't know and don't know where they came from or whatever. So the movie industry is going to take a hit for a bit, and normal is there's no new normal. who knows what that all looks like. I'm sorry, I cut you off so here. Tyler,
1: oh no, no, you didn't cut me off. Um, Tyler, maybe you could see if you could uh, Skype with his girlfriend or his wife. I'm sorry. Uh, well, it, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to cheer him up. I'm doing whatever I can.
2: Uh, it's funny. I, I, full disclosure, I do go to a therapist, and. Uh, <laughs> This is—I don't, don't know if I even mentioned. There's that. nothing this wrong where, with that. Everybody should. Everyone should go to a therapist. Just, fuck, you know, it's my, I have an appointment next Thursday with mine. But my Dude, therapist, great, yeah. my insurance didn't approve uh, video uh
0: wow. yeah. so I can yeah, go yeah, in person. That sucks.
5: Yes, my wife is dealing you. with
0: this big time, man. Where it's just some weird, it's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Like, do you think it would? They would be like, "Oh,
1: so you're doing even less work." Okay,
2: right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, I don't know. I'm on the nine fifteen. I think there's only one, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, there's one.
0: I'm on the nine. There's a nine fifteen. Yeah, all the improvised stand-up shows are now, uh, well, this week it's 9.15 on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We're, we're oh, kind of handling yeah. things on a week-by-week basis as to how many of these we do and what we're doing, because we're also getting, we're getting some interesting show ideas, you know, too, to see what we can possibly uh, put up. You know, I'm, I think John's show on Saturday is going to be a lot of fun. We're seeing if we can do some sort of PowerPoint, PowerPoint karaoke sort of show, which is improvised stand-up, but with, you know, visuals, um, essentially. So there's... There's a few things that'll start coming down the pike, um, and uh, I hope next week I have uh, uh, another new show to maybe add into the to the mix. All right.
1: Damn. Well, well, I mean, I'm going to watch. Tyler is going to perform, and
0: should be a fun time. I so think, Ryan, I'm just so. on
2: th- just Thursday, right? You're on
0: Thursday tonight. Yeah, yeah, you're on tonight. It's tonight. Not
2: Friday no. or Saturday. No. I'll still be there though. And support. He's like, well, that's be- that's well it's good. You- yeah,
1: don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Um, all
0: right, thanks. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you, guys. Hope you're holding up well. Well, okay. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> Jeez. all right, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you to everyone who listened to these podcasts. Please know that we will have more of them, and you can check out our YouTube. uh, Just search Lehigh Valley with Love on YouTube or Google, and you'll find all these. They're also on our Facebook page. If you want to be a part of them, please email us at info at lehighvalleywithlovemedia.com. That also goes if you want to sponsor or get more involved or have Lehigh Valley with Love Media help you out with your social media and digital needs. Thank you, and be safe.